0: Welcome to the SIFT podcast, your number one podcast for business, finance, and psychology where great entrepreneurs come to learn and grow. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 44 on the SIFT podcast. And for today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about the minimum viable customer. And the minimum viable customer comes from the word minimum viable product. And uh, we've done and we've studied and we've talked a lot about the lean canvas, the business model canvas and on how a startup really should map itself out, prepare itself for market, be ready for market, the steps in which to take. And we also talked about, I think it was in episode 12 on the SIF podcast that uh, startups should look into finding their own unique, uh, scalable and repeatable business model and not ape that of already existing companies because nine times out of ten it doesn't really work and it comes down to the business model canvas and finding your uh the startup company finding its own minimum uh, minimum viable product but then again we never get to discuss the minimum viable customer when it comes to uh, your business model canvas when it comes to your customer segment now how do you find a minimum viable uh your minimum viable customer meaning the customer that meets the criteria that your product uh of the problem that your product or your service is intending to solve because you have your minimum viable uh, uh pro- pro- product or your prototype which has Basically, the main features of the final product, and then you have your value proposition. We're still in on the business model canvas. You have your value proposition. So, basically, what are you offering your client? What kind of service are you offering? What kind of solution is your product or services offering your specific consumer segment? Now, then again, how now do you find your accurate, your precise consumer segment? Now, it comes down to you defining what a minimum viable uh, customer to your to your startup, to your organization, to your product, to your service is, and we start off first and foremost by looking at your company's value proposition. What is it that you intend on offering? What is it you intend on solving for your specific consumer? Now, once we've seen or we've already defined the value proposition of your product or your service, we now deep we now deep down into the main features of your product. You basically your minimum uh, viable product. The main features. What is necessary to solve these certain product and these these certain problems in the society for your specific consumer segment. Now, when defining your minimum viable uh, customer, you want to look at a certain group of people. Let's say, for example, you're in the beauty in the beauty industry, meaning you're, for example, offering or you're selling makeup that is uh, suitable for women. Uh, let's say between the ages of uh 18 i believe to be appropriate to start wearing makeup let's say 18 to uh maybe around 60 but then that's a very wide category to place uh your consumer segment in because women between 18 and 60 it meets like it's it meets all kind of consumers who you know it doesn't have a filter system whereby you can be able to filter actually belongs to your you who actually is your real consumer who's actually your real client and who's not but then again let's say for example uh, your makeup your beauty products your makeup for example is mostly you intend to let's say you found out that women have a problem when it comes to going to networking events or let's say when it comes to their career or their profession finding let's say makeup that's a bit subtle that's not that shining that's not that you know it's a bit professional it's not too much it's not too little so maybe you're offering a, maybe a set cert, a, a certain uh, a certain type of solution in that area now this is very hypothetical I'm mean, saying something that's very hypo- hypo- hypothetical and um uh, let's say for example uh It costs you uh, a bit more a bit much more than the average makeup to produce this kind of products now primarily what will happen is you'll be targeting for example clients that are of a certain net worth or are maybe have uh, some form of stable income when it comes to their jobs so you maybe you're looking at women from let's say between 27 uh, 27 years old and 60 now that's now the working force where a lot of people you know are out of campus and uh in in the in the job industry and not yet in uh in pension so maybe that's one thing you want to look at so you're now you're you 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 subcategorizing because at first and foremost you had women as your as your as your targeted audience as your targeted consumer and then now subdividing that into not only women from 18 to 60 but women in the workforce between 27 and now 60. And then again subdividing that to what kind of maybe uh women are you looking at into maybe you're looking at maybe women who are have a usually busy schedule and you're looking also to offer maybe a month a monthly delivery when it comes to when it comes to their uh makeup maybe you want to deliver to them month in month out so maybe you're looking at women in a certain uh in a certain in, 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 in a very certain category who are maybe very busy with their profession, with their job, with their career, so where do you get them first and foremost? Now, this also def- determines the kind of platforms that you also carry out your 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 marketing, because maybe certain such women you might not really find them on uh, Snapchat or TikTok or maybe Instagram, and maybe you might find them on LinkedIn. You know, now it defines where you do your marketing from, how do you get to them, and also it. Once you've been able to define your minimum viable customer, it also helps you filter out, you know, when you're carrying out your marketing that you carry out a bit more targeted uh, marketing because marketing is its never that really effective It's if it's very general and very broad. You want to have your marketing a bit more targeted, specific, going to a specific, uh, specific customer segment that you believe is your customer segment and just not generally a customer segment uh a customer segment that is quite broad you want it to be targeted in a way that it uh resonates with the with the consumer or with the targeted audience that you know they're they're able to click on your advertisement and head onto your website and pretty much convert and not really uh go to waste now the importance of also uh defining your minimum viable uh customer is the kind of feedback you're getting think of it if you're in a start if you're working in a startup company and you're working with a you're working with a prototype and you want to get as much feedback as possible to the kind of product that you're creating of whether it's solving uh the specific problem that you know your 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 targeted audience has or whether it has the all the right features that you know the targeted audience might want to see in the final product now think of it with are carrying out for example, an alpha or a beta or, or, or a beta is pretty much allowing uh, some of your consumers to or your pr- pr- prospective consumers to test, test out your product. Now if you're not really if you haven't really defined your minimum viable consumer, now think about it, you're going through a broad now it means you're going through a broad range of, uh, of people testing out your product and giving out different feedbacks that might not actually well resonate with the kind of target audience that you want because this type A, uh, this type A kind of uh, person wants to see certain features. Type B wants to see other features. Type C wants to see different features. Now, you end up with a product that has very many uh, features that, you know, to one or to your targeted audience, maybe one, only one feature makes sense to them and solves solves their problem problem everything else is not useful to them and you have to think of you know certain products where for example um, think of for example Sony PlayStation Uh, I think I think we they used to have a Spotify on their Spotify on their on on their console but then again it's that Spotify photo library and all that but then again not very many people like really use those kind of functionalities they were good to have but they are not a must-have and remember when you're when you're doing when you're when you're carrying out your, your product market fit you want to have a product that's a must-have and it's not, not not a nice to have and with sony at that time i remember i don't know if it's still there on on their on on their playstation console whereby they had um uh, well they had uh spotify photo library and all that and primarily for that person who owns a PlayStation console, their first priority is uh, playing video games and not necessarily listening to music on uh, on their PlayStation console or looking at uh, photos on their PlayStation console. Yes, it's a nice to have, but it doesn't really resonate. Uh, it doesn't really capture uh, at the attention of you know the specific targeted audience. And you can think of. Very many different other products that you know that, um, or services that you know that have so many features, and they're not very—they're really, uh, not very really direct. They—they they don't speak to a specific consumer audience. <coughs> Sorry, they don't speak to a specific consumer audience. And you find that you know the targeted audience will only go for what solves their problem and only that specific feature, and might not even <coughs> realize that there are other features on your product or, or on your service. So that's one thing to look into as a startup company because you know if you if you're a startup company you're, you're coming up with a product or a service you or you're also looking into saving money and uh getting as much uh, as much return on investment as possible so you want to work on the critical features of your product of on your mvp and for that case you need to have a functioning mvc you need to Have an MVC that gives you feedback that is specific to the kind of consumer segment that you want. And in return, help you also as well in doing your targeted marketing when you start your your, your brand activation and your marketing campaign and all that. So, you want to have a more targeted one-to-one kind of marketing, one-to-one kind of conversation, one-to-one kind of feedback. So, it's one thing also to look into. And I will add you guys to always look at the business model, Canva's. and also a book that i will i will always recommend you guys to read is uh the startup owners manual by steve gary blank basically he talks about the whole uh business model canvas and explain each part step by step it doesn't matter if you're in a startup, if you're working in a startup company or you're contemplating on doing so or you're already in a well functioning organization remember organizations always come up with products and services new products and services each and every time and the failure or success rate of uh, certain products is not uh, pretty much determined or is not pretty much assured by the organizational success yes umbrella branding plays a big role whereby certain products from certain companies you know have a higher uh, success rate or a higher a form of leverage coming into the market because their initial brand already has a good reputation, but then again, it doesn't really guarantee that your product or your service will do quite well. Look at Google head on to Google Cemetery and see Google is a Google is a really big company and Google has different different products, different services, hundreds and hundreds of products and services. But then again, look at some of uh, their products and services that really did poorly, despite Google being this huge uh, this huge conglomerate. So, so it's something to look into, guys. If you have any questions, make sure to reach out. Send me an email to augustinaciftgroup.net and make sure to follow me on Instagram at camera underscore junior and at shiftgroupx on uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and, um, and Twitter as well. So... Uh, Make sure to leave a review. See you guys on the next podcast episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and also share it on your social platforms. Remember, guys, it's process over outcome.